Hey muses, it's Katie here. I want to preface this episode by acknowledging that uh, this episode is not perfect. Um, The audio quality is less than studio-esque. I definitely say um or uh. I think I lose my train of thought at one point, but that's because my goal with this podcast is not to give you studio-esque, premium, perfect quality, but to be real with you and to show you um, exactly what my process is for getting out of my head and just getting started. And it really means just like taking messy action, starting before you're ready and really getting your heart out there because that's what starting a podcast is about, right? It's not about showing off your mic quality or how technically proficient you are or how you can speak without ever saying um or uh but the reality is if you have something on your heart you want to share the you know what this episode is about just starting just go for it and you'll learn along the way and it can really really change your life so let's get to it welcome to the be your own muse podcast i'm your host katie skinner It is my hope that through listening to my voice, you feel empowered to find, strengthen, and express your authentic voice. You don't need another guru, mentor, or expert telling you how to live your life. You simply need to trust yourself and shine your authentic light. Through listening to my stories, tips, tricks, and perspectives, you'll be able to find the inspiration within. Everything you need is already within inside yourself to get inspired, raise your vibration, change your life, and uplift those around you. If you're feeling powerless, overwhelmed with industry advice, and feeling like your thoughts don't have a place, it's time to turn that around. It's time to be your own muse. morning everybody um last time i tried this facebook kicked me out and i don't really know why yet so that's okay we're just gonna start right like the caption suggests um so good morning um i hope you're having a great morning um i'm starting this new thing where i wake up earlier every morning and i get my business stuff done first everything that relates to katie skinner Namaste Creative, Be Your Own Muse, all that, I do it first, for me first. Even though it means I have to wake up at five in the morning, (laughs) Katie Skinner comes first. And I took so long to get to this point because it felt really, really selfish. I felt like, well, no, my clients come first, right? Um, That's where I was at for a really long time. Like other people's needs come first. And I mean, this is time and time again, we talk about this all the time, like take care of yourself first. Fill your own cup up first, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but the reality is I found my own productivity has so much more increased. Um, the feeling of resentment has dropped to like virtually none. <laughs> like how could I be resentful in this beautiful world where I have like so many things to do and so many creative ideas are flowing. I don't know. I just feel like my creativity like multiplies when I wake up and get my stuff done first, like my brain, Katie Skinner to the internet or to pen and paper, me, Katie Skinner. If I fill my cup up first, I'm finding that I just like have extra creativity for my clients. Um, and they are all amazing. 
and I'm so grateful to serve all of them. <laughs> um, but the reality is, is like, I wake up in the morning in like Katie Skinner mode and that way I can just like knock out what I want to do, create what I want to create, um, put out whatever I want to put out or start to start to put out what I want to put out, right? Like begin to take the, take the beginning steps to get to, um, creating what I want to create. Right. Let me know if that makes sense. Um, but I just wake up in the morning, I get my journal or I meditate. Um, and I, go first thing to, to creating something that I want to do. It could be like an Instagram post or it could be a journaling for a concept that I'm working on, or it could be a video like this. Um, so I'm actually super productive. It's already 9am. Um, and I feel like I've gotten a lot done for my business personally. So yay me. Um, I just wanted to kind of give the counter positive today for the video I posted last night. If you haven't seen it yet, you know, you can go watch it after this or what have you. Um, but the video essentially that I talked about yesterday was this breakthrough that I had about how I wasn't taking responsibility for my own life. Um, I wasn't, I wasn't, I was, I was waiting for something outside of me to kind of come save me. And this happens in layers, right? So even if you feel like, Oh, I already know that Katie, like I already healed through that part of me that wants other people to come save me. Something that I have found time and time again is like epiphanies and breakthroughs and healing and like growing as a person happens in layers. So if you ever at any point find yourself being like, Oh, I already learned this. I already know this. <laughs> right. Um, then the chances are very, very high that you're breaking through a new layer. You're going through a new, a new level of your life, right? A new phase of learning. Um, like the rules are different now. Things are different now. It's like you graduated first grade. Now you're on second grade, right? <laughs> or in some of our cases, not second grade. A lot of us are older than that. So <laughs> um, for those of you who are joining me and you can see me on Facebook live, this behind me is Jazz. She's just going to nap the entire time. Anyway. I want to dive a little bit deeper onto the, okay. So as I was saying, the, the counter positive to what I was talking about yesterday, taking responsibility for your life, realizing that, okay, maybe I've been, um, searching for something outside of myself, which is again, like the antithesis to be your own muse. Um, I'm going to be sprinkling a little bit more in these, um, videos. Oh, she's so cute. Talking about my dog. Okay. So, um, I'm going to be sprinkling a little bit more in these videos about where the concept of be your own muse even came from. Um, it was, uh, these words that came into my head very, very strongly about a year ago at this point, probably a little more. Yeah. More than a year ago, the words be your own muse came to my head like so strong and I saw it so vividly and I didn't know what it meant. Like what does be your own muse mean? And I could never get it out of my head. Um, it's not like I could think of something else. And I knew that someday I needed to start, some type of platform, some type of brand called Be Your Own Muse. And I didn't know what it was. And here we are exploring it. So yesterday I talked a little bit about um, finding out that you're not taking control of your life. You're not being inspired by yourself. You're looking for inspiration from other people. Um, and today is kind of like the, again, the counter positive to that. Um, the, the, okay, great, Katie, like, where do I start? Um, what, what's next? Okay. Maybe this idea came up for me. Where do I go? Um, and I, for those of you who don't know, I own Namaste Creative, which is a business that helps spiritual entrepreneurs launch their products or, um, you know, get, get, you know, fine tune their marketing, fine tune their message, um, help them find their voice, help them express that voice, help them translate what's in their head 
onto the online platform. And because that's something that I've had the most struggles with myself. Um, and once I was able to kind of earn those skills, I realized that I felt so good about helping other people with that skill. Um, I felt so good about launching other people's businesses and helping other people. That's something that felt really, really good to me. So um, I, now that I've kind of delve and dove in into this marketing world and I've seen what I can do and what I can create with marketing when I'm feeling really, really good. I can see what kind of landing pages I can write. I can see what kind of um, mood boards I can come up with and designs I can design um, and what have you. So that means that it's a lot easier for me these days than it ever used to be in my entire life. It is so much easier for me to get into um, perfectionist mode because now like now I have the skills that I've practiced so much with other people and practice on my own portfolio. And then here I am with my own business. And a lot of us know that it's really hard to take the blinders off on our own, like our own business. That's one of the reasons that Namaste Creative is doing so well is because so many people acknowledge that it's really hard. It doesn't have to be hard, but it can be really hard to write about yourself. Um, I've written speeches before. I've written autobiographies, not like, not like books, but like I've written like biographies um, for people to put on their website. I've written Instagram captions. Basically, I talk people up all day and they are having a hard time talking themselves up. And I totally get that because I'm feeling that way about myself. Um, so what was I saying? Um, all right. Okay. So the whole, the whole point with that is that being able to see what I can do and being able to see how easy it can flow when I work with other people. Um, I'm starting to get a lot of writer's block for myself for the things that I want to create. And that is like psychology, you guys, that is very normal. I'm just letting you know that that is, that it's a normal process to feel like it is more challenging to write about yourself than it is to write about somebody else to create for somebody else. than it is to create for yourself because then the imposter syndrome kicks in and the, the captains and Kina calls it the monkey chatter, right? Like, um, all the, all the voices in your head that pop up that aren't really serving you. Um, that all starts to pop up. Um, so I've gotten in my head and I've gotten into like tinkering and perfectionist mode, right? Which I think all of us can really relate to and perfectionism. I've heard people say this before and it's, I've really found it to be true. Perfectionism is the lowest possible standard that you can set for yourself. Like it's true. Setting something, saying that you will not create something or launch it or show it off to somebody or start until it is perfect is impossible because as soon the closer you get to it, the more you realize that perfect, like perfectionism doesn't exist. So you start to get more desperate and more frantic and flail around more. And it's really, really wild. Like I have found that when I start to create something and my goal is perfection, the more details that I add on to it and the more little like tinkers and stuff like that, that I add on to it, the more I realize like, wait, 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 it's not perfect. It's not perfect. It's not perfect. And I essentially like ruined it. You know, anybody really all everything is a good example. Like I was going to say painting is a really good example of this because you're painting a picture and then you're starting to get in the little details and you're going to be like, this is going to be a perfect painting. And I'm going to get all these little details and they're going to be so perfect. Um, and then you realize like, Oh God, I, I like messed up the painting because I was so obsessed with all these little details. Um, and I wasn't focused on my style, but the same thing, it's the same thing with writing. It's the same thing with design. It's the same thing with like cleaning, you know, like you're cleaning your house and you're getting in all the corners and then you're so obsessed with these little corners that you realize that like the whole bathroom is still a mess and it's been three hours and you haven't even started. 
Um, so there are so many different ways that you can express your perfectionism. And it really is just like an awfully high standard to keep yourself to. Um, it's, it's not achievable. So your brain has already kind of like given up before you've even started. You don't even realize it, but your brain is already just kind of like, well, good luck with that. <laughs> I mean, you can, you can spend your time on trying to achieve this perfection, but it's not really going to exist. So, okay. <laughs> so, um, I myself have become so guilty of this when it comes to my own work. Um, I've been saying for a really, really, really long time that I was going to launch a podcast and I was going to launch a blog and I wasn't going to care what anybody thought about me. I was just going to do it because I had so many ideas that I needed to get out. Like, it's true. I'm not, it's not just that I, you know, you start these things for your own vanity. You know, I hardly believe that anybody creates anything for their own vanity. I believe that people create things like true creatives at heart, create things to serve others and to get these ideas out of their head in the hopes that they will serve somebody. Not in this, like, I need to shove advice down other people's throat or like show my painting to everybody in front of their face. But like a true creative understands that it comes so easily to them to receive these ideas and express them that they, they feel like they have to, like they have to, they like, it's like you have to breathe. You have to drink water. You have to create this thing. That's how I think true creatives at heart see their work. Um, so I, like I said, I highly doubt that anybody creates anything or puts anything out there for their own vanity. Um, I believe that they do so from a true good place. Um, you know, like, like I said, a true artist, a true creative um, will create for a good place, from a good place. So that being said, the more I dive into the marketing world, the more I dive into Photoshop and um, editing and like all this kind of stuff, the easier it is for me to get into my head. And I'm realizing that time and time and time is passing. And I still, how's that blog coming, Katie? What blog? Oh, it's perfect in my head. <laughs> it's perfect in my head. But where is it serving people if it's in my head? Where is that idea, the next big idea, serving anybody if it's in your head? Um, even if you launch it and you're not happy with it, seeing the tangible product of it will give you more, will serve you more than it just living in your head. Because when it lives in your head, it's just a fantasy. Like I said, oh, it's perfect in my head. <laughs> but fantasies, nothing in your life will change. Nothing in anybody else's life will change. And that's what we're here, that's what we're here for, right? Like to, to change people's lives, to change our own lives, right? To help, to contribute, to create. Nothing will shift unless you take action on it. So yes, law of attraction is real. Yes, you can manifest things by imagining them. Yes, 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 yes. Um, if you're not familiar with the concept of manifestation or law of attraction, I believe everybody here, I believe that they all do. Um, but of course, I, 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 I like to make my content accessible. <laughs> so if you don't know, no, there's no harm in that. Um, but, you know, I would Google law of attraction. I would pick up the book, The Secret. Or I would follow Manifestation Babe on uh, Instagram. There are so many other like law of attraction people out there, but she's really the only one that I recommend right now at this point in my life. Um, I think she keeps it very modern, very, very tangible, very easily digestible. Um, but also if you want to go deep, deep, deep into that work, like you totally can. Um, so anyway, as I was saying, um, the more that I dive into the, the marketing side of it, the more that I realize that perfection, like I'm trying to, work towards perfection. And when months and months have passed and you don't even have a product, 
you can't call yourself uh, an artist. Like you don't, I mean, okay. I say this lightly. If you haven't put pen to paper, you can't call yourself a writer. If you're a writer in your head, in your imagination, okay. I say this because there is this belief, this theory that I totally stand by, that in order for you to shift your identity, the first thing you need to do, like if you really want to write a book, the first thing you need to do is start calling yourself a writer. And then start to say, I'm a writer, I'm a writer, I'm an amazing writer who writes books, who changes lives. I'm an amazing I'm an amazing author who wrote the next book that's going to help so many people. I am, I am, I am, right? You need to like identify with that by saying I am. However, when you're not, if you're not taking action on that, if you're not allowing that to inspire you and you're not taking action on that, you can't just say I'm a writer, I'm a writer, I'm a writer, and then never hit pen to paper. The idea of the positive affirmations of the, I am a writer, I am a creative, I am an athlete, I am a performer, I am an artist, is so that you feel at a cellular level like you've changed your identity. Like, look yourself in the mirror and say, I am an amazing artist who inspires others. Like, you got to do your affirmations because they help change your, your brain and your body at the cellular vibrational level. Um, and then from there, take the inspired action. Because if you, you could live the rest of your life saying, I'm a writer, I'm a writer, I'm a writer, but that won't make you J.K. Rowling, you know, like <laughs> uh, J.K. Rowling, for example, has changed the world as I know it by actually getting pen to paper, by actually writing, by actually creating something. And your first book, your first Facebook Live, your first podcast, your first blog post, your first painting, it might suck and it might not give you the million dollars that you've envisioned in your head, but you will learn through that polarity to, to get there. Um, and I'm here and I want to tell you and I want to inspire you that that you're still doing so much good in the world by just starting. Um, I can tell you that the most inspirational people to me were never, I'm trying to think before I say never. I don't, I really don't believe that they were ever people who got it right every time. In fact, those are the stories that are the most boring to me. Um, not because I think that their success doesn't matter or doesn't mean anything, but people who say like, oh, I just achieved this thing and overnight it became a success. First of all, overnight success is never an overnight success, right? Um, I'm sorry, I didn't know if you guys could hear that. There's some noises outside. Okay, overnight success is never an overnight success, right? Um, and you have to, the people who've been the most inspiring to me have been the ones who have been like, imperfect because that gives me permission to at least try like people who showed their I don't know if you can hear my dogs they're barking it's they're like kind of barking when they you know what dogs do when there's like somebody outside kind of <laughs> um anyway so you can have all the ideas in your head you can you can have all the amazing ideas in your head you can have all these visions of how it's going to be and how it's going to look but 10 years go by, 20, 50, 100 years go by, and you're on your deathbed, and you're like, oh, I never actually did start that, did I? I never actually wrote that book, did I? I never actually got my work out there, did I? Because I was too afraid of what people thought of me. So maybe this, this will motivate you. This will, this will click, if, if nothing else. 
The one thing that really gets me out of bed is thinking about the concept of like a legacy, like the concept of dying and what will people remember you by, you know, it's kind of dark, but, and that didn't used to always work on me. That, that concept didn't used to really work on me, but it's like, what can people enjoy about you after you're gone? And that's like what we're all here for is to leave something behind. Um, and you know, leave this world a little bit better than we found it, leave it a little more beautiful, a little more interesting, a little more inspired, a little bit more educated um, than it used to, right? So the best thing that you can do right now is to take one small action to get there. One small thing. You can start, like, and if you even, ha- if you even haven't, if you even haven't started to introduce yourself as a writer, a creative, an actor, whatever, then start doing that today. Start telling yourself, because that's action, right? It's something you didn't do yesterday. Just start and put something out there that is tangible in the tangible 3D world, not just in your head, that is evidence to your affirmation. So if you're a writer, start writing. If you're a singer, start singing. Like you actually need to have it out into the world for the universe to kind of work with um, and for it to affect other people and for it to start the ripple effect, right? So my whole point here is writer's block, creative block, whatever you want to call it, is the symptom of two things. One thing like I addressed yesterday, um, in my video about my breakthrough, one of them was feeling like you're unworthy of your success. Like you did a lot of work, you wrote a lot, you know, you, you put a lot out there, you put a lot of creation out there and then you felt unworthy of the result that it brought you. Um, you started to get a lot of affirm, a lot of affirmation, a lot of validation, a lot of attention, money, acknowledgement, and you didn't feel worthy of it. So therefore you said, this is my cap, right? No more. I can't handle anymore. Or you are afraid of it not being perfect. And what is perfect anyway? It's like you cannot get better at something until you practice it, Right. And practicing it is putting it out into the 3D world. It doesn't count as practice until it is in the 3D world somewhere. Even if it's privately in your shower, singing in the shower, or journaling, you can't get better at it until you practice it. Um, and, And managing an audience, I wanna say. So like, okay, so you wrote something and it's private to you, and you see it, and you practice it, and then you show up the next day, and you write a little bit more, or you, you know, you paint something, and only the paintings are for you to see. However, managing, like, the public, like, showing off your thing, uh, having other people see it, that in of itself, like, posting something for the world to see, putting something out there, showing up, being visible, being visible is a skill that you also practice. It is so awkward at first, but the only way to get more comfortable with visibility is to practice visibility. 
I don't think that anybody, I don't think that anybody really is this like narcissistic attention whore that so many think people think that, you know, social media people are. Um, it's that they've practiced this fear of visibility. They've practiced, they've shown up. Like I said, I don't think anybody just like comes on the internet to create and to share because they are a narcissist and they just want attention. I don't think that that's real. That's something that I've heard a lot in my family about people who show up online. So imagine how freaked out in my head I was about the concept of creating and showing up online when in my family and in my like former circle of friends, the talk was very much like, it's easy for this person to create a large YouTube following, to be seen as a leader, to show up online, to go to these networking events because they are a narcissist and they love attention. And first of all, there's nothing wrong with loving attention. Reframe that with loving connection, right? I love connection. Um, but visibility, if you're in your head about visibility, it is a practiced, learned skill because having that skill is going to help you with where you want to go. So if you want to inspire lots of people, if you want to make lots of money doing what you love, if you want to start a business, you're going to have to practice visibility. Um, and I bring up visibility and the concept of visibility because it is so in like tied in with the creative block. It's like, I don't want to start because I'm afraid that I'm going to have to show somebody. I'm afraid that somebody's going to see it and I'm afraid that someone's going to give me their opinion on it and I'm afraid blah, blah, blah. So show up, start today. Start with the identity level if you feel like you're not there yet or if you feel like you need to break through a new layer of your identity. Write out a manifesto. Write out a whole page of, excuse me, write out a whole page of like, I am amazing. I am a writer. I am organized. I have a plan. Whatever, whatever aligns with you, I'm not going to write it for you because like I said yesterday, no one's coming to save you. You have to write this manifesto yourself. I am, I have, I think that's it. I am and I have statements. Write out this manifesto. Um, put it on your mirror. <laughs> like write it in your journal. Something that I do is I write it out in my journal and I keep that page open in my bed when I go to bed and when I wake up. And that way it's like, that's like the first thing I see when I wake up. I don't necessarily like look at it and read it every day, but it's there. Um, make it your phone background, like do what you got to do. Set reminders on your phone because those affirmations are not just like a cheesy cornball way to, you know, live your life. They're real. Um, there's a psychology to them. Um, and they start to change your, your life, like your physical life. Like you really, the words that you say don't describe your reality. They determine it. They don't just describe your reality. They determine it. So start with the identity level. I am a writer. Um, I talked about this around New Year's Eve when it came to, um, what was it? When it came to people's New Year's Eve resolutions, a lot of people were saying things like, I'm going to drink more water. I'm going to do more yoga. I'm going to write a book. And you really need to start at the identity level. I am a yogi who practices, who makes time to practice. I am a yogi who finds time to practice four times a week, three times a week, one time a week. I don't know, whatever. I am a writer who has two published books by 2025 or whatever. <laughs> you know, it's like that identity level that makes it seem so effortless. So you wake up in the morning and you're like, what would a yogi do today? A yogi would probably, you know, only you can answer that really. Um, so start at the identity level and then take one action today to 
bring that into your physical reality, like actually shift your reality. And this is the part that's scary for a lot of people, but it can be teeny, teeny, tiny with the whole, like, I am a yogi thing for me. I, I started, I practiced yoga for, for the first year, um, with YouTube videos. I Googled, uh, or I, I searched on YouTube, like yoga flow practice, whatever. Um, and I found Tara Styles. if you're familiar with her, um, she was a great person to get started with yoga with. Um, and I really felt like, again, I remember her first videos. If you look at her now, her videos are very polished, very professional. She's shown up in all these magazines, but her first videos, when I started doing yoga, they were just her in her living room. Like what I'm doing right now, just being like, Hey guys, I'm Tara Styles. Here's a yoga video. And I followed along with her and it gave me that feeling of I'm doing yoga with a friend, like a friend who knows more yoga than me and is willing to teach me for free. Like <laughs> that's, that's the feeling that I got. So something that shapes your reality moves, shifts your reality. Right. Um, and only you can tell yourself what will work for you. So I want to say like, go to a yoga studio and buy a class pack. Um, but for some people that doesn't work because they just feel like they've wasted their money and they never ended up going. So only you can tell me like what, works for you. And there's going to be some trial and error to this. I now think about all my wasted quote unquote, I'm using air quotes here, wasted money on buying class packs that I never used or buying, um, like gym clothes. And I never went to the gym or protein shakes that I never drank. Like all those things. A lot of people call that wasted money. And they see this, like I flushed it down the toilet. Right. Um, but for me, I see this tuition. I literally call that tuition. Um, because you go to college, you pay money, you learn a lesson, you pay, um, you pay a teacher to teach you something. And the, t the product that you're, that you receive the service is learning something. So I, I see that as tuition. I learned that certain things don't work so well for me. So in that lesson, I didn't waste money. I, I learned a lesson and I, that money goes to tuition. I locked myself out of my apartment once. It was so stupid. And I had to pay $60 for a new key. This was in college and they rip you off and everything in college. Um, and I wasted six, I, I spent $60 on a new key because I locked myself out of my apartment. Um, and I thought I lost my key, but it didn't. So I just got really upset. But then I was like, no, Katie, this is tuition, call it tuition. So you're learning a lesson. You know a little bit better about what works for you, what inspires you, what doesn't, what, like, it doesn't have to be what somebody else does, right? Like bring that shit within, like what works for you um, and take and just start, just start wherever you're at right now, whether you've never created anything, never shown up online, never started a business, never started, you know, really getting to that thing that inspires you or, or you have broken through some layers and you're, you're stuck at that next layer. You feel, you feel stuck. You feel like you want to break through that, you know, start at the identity level and you know, you can make your affirmations a little more complex as you go along, you know, instead of saying like, I am an artist, you can start saying like, I am a painter who writes children's books and inspires many. And I'm a millionaire just by being my authentic self. Like, you know, you can get them more complex over time. And I want to encourage you over time to like upgrade them and add more onto them so that, you know, your, your, your body and your soul can adjust. So I think that's about it for today. Um, let me know what resonated with you, what you're feeling, what I am always curious to hear your thoughts. Um, I do these for a place of service, a place to share and be very vulnerable about what I'm going through. Um, and I just kind of realized like, wow, how silly that I 
was getting really in my head about about sharing what I thought, you know, not feeling like I was an expert, not feeling like I was worthy. And it's just really, really wild what our minds trick us to do. So what I did yesterday, as I mentioned, um, I showed up on a Facebook Live after a sweaty, humbling Bikram class. And I didn't feel on top of the world. I didn't feel like I had just gotten my makeup done and I was on stage and I was feeling hot. I wasn't feeling that way at all. And I knew that that was the moment that I needed to show up on here. And this morning I woke up and it's still pretty, it's not early. I've been away for a few hours now, but I hadn't finished my coffee, but I felt like something was coming through and I needed to share it with you guys. So take that as you will. Like I said, only you know what will inspire you because you are your own muse, right? I'm here to facilitate a space and to encourage you guys like, hey guys, don't look, don't look outside, look, look within, take that back within, right? Only you know what works for you. So thank you guys. I love you. Uh, let me know. Let me know what worked. Um, I'm so excited and I'm so curious to hear what you guys are thinking about creating. So have a great day. Bye. Thank you so much for pushing play and listening today. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you learned something new. I hope you had an aha moment. Um, if so, leave me a review. I love hearing from you guys so I can keep the good stuff coming. Be sure to follow me on Instagram at Katie Skinner H to let me know what you thought and comment, like, share, take a screenshot of this, post it on your story. Let me know because I love hearing from you guys. Have a kick-ass day.